Hello, Gochurch family. I'm Lara. Happy New Year for our Armenian friends. I'm here with Pastor Matt Hatova. Praise the Lord. And Gilbert. Happy and New Year. Happy New Year and Merry Christmas, but I can't say it in Armenian. Yeah, that was a very long word, by the way. <laughs> I think that was that, two words. Yes, that's both Happy New Year and Merry Christmas. Say it again. I mean, I mean. <laughs> That's great. I love languages. That's awesome. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. We're so glad to be back with you for a new year. We're so excited about what the year is bringing, about what we as Go Church are, are going to accomplish in this year. Yes. And I believe that everyone is blessed, empowered to prosper this year. Yes. Empowered to go forward, empowered to not stay where you are, but to see change happen in your life. That's not, I mean, that's faith, right? Faith is not, uh, well, I'm going to wait and see what happens. Faith declares what's going yeah. to happen. This is what that's we right. are going to accomplish. I like that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This this month, uh, we're we're going through a series called The Fasted Life. And it's quite a challenging series in the sense that, you know, it really puts into question you know, the actions that you take, not only once in a while, but on a regular basis. I wanted to call it life in the fast lane, but go with <laughs> Yeah, let's stick to fasted life. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a bully with these things, but you know. <laughs> uh, but before we do that, let's talk a little bit about Go Church. Let's Go talk Church. a little bit about the vision of Go Church, especially for the year, because this is a new year, right? Thank God for Go Church Beirut. Thank God for Go Thank Church God Beirut. Thank God for Go Church Beirut. That's right. So who is Go Church Beirut? Silence. Well, I hope it's us. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let me answer that question. Go Church Beirut <laughs> is part of a family of churches, and we say that we are a family of churches that work together to reach the world. Yeah. So there are actually three Go Church locations in the UK, and Go Church is the newest location, but it's not in the UK. It's in Lebanon and right here in Beirut. And our values are love, grow, go. Because Go Church is your place to experience the unconditional love of God, to grow in His love, and to go out into your world with that love. Yeah. Go Church is also a Bible-based, a Spirit-filled, and a group-centered church. For the most part, we're an English-speaking church, although we have groups happening in different languages. Sometimes the same groups happen in multiple languages as well, which is fun. But, you know, we, we are here uh, in order for everyone, no matter what language you're comfortable in, to find your place. M my favorite words in the values of Go Church is your place. Because yeah. it is not the place of specific people, uh, you know, who are on the podcast or specific people who stand on the stage on Big Sunday, but it is your place. You know, if you are connected to Go Church, you are Go Church. You know, you are part of, you are a an integral part, a necessary part of what the Lord is doing and is trying to do through Go Church in Lebanon. And to take that a step further, because we're a groups-centered church, if you're part of Go Church, you're part of a group. If uh, If your experience with Go Church is just this podcast or our big Sunday. Uh, I mean, let me say, Ahlan, welcome. But if you want to be part of Go Church, then you need to find your place in a group. 
because that's where growth happens. And um, I love our groups. I love that we have groups happening all over uh, Lebanon, and we're going to be opening some new groups uh, this month. That's great. Yeah, we're so so excited about it, and we're we're happy to say that we have groups of all ages too. Right? Yeah, we have right. a kids group happening. We have a parents group happening at the same time as the kids group. You see that planning right there? That was deliberate. <laughs> and we have you know groups happening with young adults with families and we're so glad that they're happening not only in beirut but we also have groups happening at the north mm -hmm. which is amazing yes and our heart is for groups to start happening everywhere yes. whether it's in homes whether it's in public settings or whether it prisons. is in a yeah in prisons and and, and so many so many settings right um or whether it's going to happen eventually at a Go Church hub. A Go Church hub, uh, the Parliament building, yeah, the Presidential Palace. We uh, we don't discriminate. We'll we'll have grow groups everywhere. Yeah, and we're not setting up groups just for the sake of saying we have groups, but we want groups to happen so that wherever you are, you know, wherever you're comfortable, you have a place to come to. Yeah, you have a find place your to place. Grow. That's right. Your place to grow. So uh, you mentioned hubs, and uh, we've experimented a little bit with uh, having a central place. Although Go Church is very much meant to be decentralized, but um, we have found from just practice that having centralized places help groups grow. And many of you that are listening to this or have used um, the what we call the mission house or the place in Sinil Phil. And then we also have a Go Cafe that Rafi and Patricia, um, Go Church family, have uh, opened up for us. So we want to take that idea further and build that out. And we believe we're going to see that in this new year. And uh, I believe we'll see hubs pop up all over Lebanon. Um, places... And that's how, that's how I would describe it. It's um, uh, one hub may look a little different than the other, but uh, hub would be a central place that helps groups grow. Yeah, I, I want to make sure I say that again. Thank you, Rafi and Patricia. For Absolutely. Your doors. Uh, Go Cafe is a precious place. It's a precious room. place, and it's a dream come true. Yeah. Uh, Rafi and I were tramping around Borshamud seven, six years ago almost seven years ago now, I guess, six years ago. Um, and I said, man, it would be great if we had a cafe where we could host meetings. Yeah. And There's something so special. Like, I mean, once in a while I make my way to that, to that grow group and it's so nice just being in town. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, it's like a central decentralized location that Go Church Beirut can, can operate from. And it's a, it's a place where, you know, groups are happening, but also, alphas have happened and also you know there are different kinds of meetings happening there so arabic speaking groups are meeting there english speaking groups are meeting there and i i also know that some of our go church family actually just come and hang out there even when there are no groups happening right and that's what we want to see with hubs all over lebanon yeah and um we believe we will and you know this past year uh pastor joel sims was uh with us in April of uh, 2023, and he gave a word um, 
to Go Church. Mm-hmm. And I want to just bring that back up. It's uh, the word emerge. And um, I, as I've been praying over the, the new year, um, you know, there's nothing particularly special. We make this time of year special uh, where we change. We were saying 2023 and now we say 2024. It's like but just putting a new chapter in, right? As I was praying about the that word and the where we're going for the new year, I heard that same word, but I heard it more as a command that this is uh, not just what God is doing. You know, God is creating this space for Go Church to emerge, but we as Go Church need to emerge, meaning we need to become prominent, visible, and help Lebanon recover from a difficult situation. And um, we've been doing that families at a time, and I thank God for that. But there is more. And in order for us to see that, we individually, me individually, we as a as as leaders in Go Church and all of you, we need to move forward in God's plan. And as we move forward in God's plan, that means that we have to start saying no to things. There are things in our life that are occupying too much of our time, too much of our attention, too much of our focus. And when I say too much, why too much? Because we need to move from where we are into where God has for us in this new year as a church. The only way the church corporately will do that is if we do that individually. Yeah. That's so good. Which is probably why we're doing fasted life. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Not probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, I, I like to say it this way, that there is always a new word for a new work. And if we want to go further, then we need to take, draw from, from the life of God that's contained in his words so that we can put that in our lives, apply it in our lives and, and move forward and go further. So we can never disconnect our plan as a church from the word of God. And that, that is why we look at all these different subjects. You know, it's nice that two months ago we looked at prayer mm-hmm. and now we're picking up fasting. If you notice in the Bible, fasting and prayer tend to happen a lot together. And we're going we're gonna to study those things out and we're going to look at those things over the month. And we're actually going to put that in practice. And Pastor Matt um, shared a, a special New Year's message on, on podcast, which is available on podcast, encouraging us all to pick up an action. And that action is to start seeing what we can fast. I, how, I, how would you say like yeah, how we to, can... To choose, choose yeah. something. Fasting, and this is what we're going to talk about all all month long, because I, I I find um, that there's a lot of assumptions associated with fasting, and so I want to look at it from a scriptural standpoint. But in short, I um, I just would like all of us as a church to choose something individually to say no to for us. You know, and I I don't mean something that we shouldn't be doing anyway. Like, it, it's, I don't want anyone fasting, lying during January. You just, <laughs> you have to stop doing that. I mean. But I do, uh, there are some things that are perfectly fine, perfectly okay, but we can, and this is the great thing about fasting, it's something that you can do. 
you yeah. can stir yourself up to. And you can just say, uh, I'm just going to tell me no. And telling me no, me telling me no, is very good and it helps me grow. Yep. Can we give examples? Sure. Like um, social media? Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about what is fasting as we get into it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll just say it. Fa the word fasting in the Bible literally means to close your mouth. So it is deliberately tied to food. Um, we do talk about, you know, other kinds of fasting, other types of fasting. But ultimately, it's it's about choosing something that you do that's a part of your life that you just say, I'm going to deny myself. That's something that Jesus said, right? If someone would follow me, let him, let her deny himself and follow wow. me. That's so good. So fasting is about telling yourself no, and it's about telling yourself no about something that in maybe is okay for everybody else. But for you, for now, I'm just choosing to say no. That's so good. I have some stories about that that I'll share, but yeah, it's going to be a fun month. It we're is. To talk about a lot of stuff and yeah. we're actually going to put a lot of this in practice and we're going to see change. I, I will tell you that if this doesn't sound like an exciting subject, it really is. This is one of the, one of the, uh, few things that Jesus said has a reward attached to it. That's good. So yeah. this is very exciting and it's very good, uh, for us to get into and study from the word because then we can do it in faith yeah yeah so i want to talk about this subject and why we're doing this subject at the beginning of the year you know last month we talked about joy and we talked about joy during the christmas season because we tend to tie the subject of joy to the christmas story and the birth of hope and I, I don't want to go back and talk about it, but I do want to say that, you know, in my mind, uh, Christmas was usually at the end of the year, but I realized that the Christmas story is actually a, it's the birth of a new hope. It's a birth of a new moment, a new period in time. And so going into a new period, a new time, which is what we tend to look at the new year as. So, you know, a lot of people at the beginning of the year want to put down New Year's resolutions, you know. Unfortunately, most of those resolutions are, are, are well-meaning, but they only last about two weeks. <laughs> and then, you know, for whatever reason, the diet doesn't seem so attractive anymore, the gym membership seems too expensive, or whatever whatever that looks like. But But the reality is we like new beginnings. You know, we like to think about something that we can look forward to in terms of change in our lives. So I look forward to doing something different so that I can see something different. And the fact is, fasting is very much along those lines. It's about change. It's about expectation of change and, and you know, allowing change to happen in me or allowing myself to undergo deliberate change so that things on the outside can then start to change. And... That is really the the reason why we're looking at this subject at the beginning of the year. It's very deliberate because 
like Pastor Matt just said, there is, you know, it's something that Jesus instructs us to do. He expects us to do. And there is a reward attached to it, which basically means that it is something that we can commit ourselves to and expect to see change in our lives. And that is so important when we go into a new year, something new, and we want to go further and we want to go forward in the things of God. And we're going to see how this applies. We're going to build up faith on this subject when we look at the Word of God so that we know without a doubt that when we do this, we're going to see change in our lives. Uh, and so with that, uh, I want us to read the purpose of this series because everything we do is with purpose. I mean, we, we want to take this and then apply it to our lives. So, Laura, could you read the purpose of the series? Sure. We want the Go Church family to understand the power and place of fasting in their lives and to recognize that as a, that as a church, we live as a fa- we live a fasted life before God. I like that. Yeah. I like the fact that, you know, we you talk about we live a fasted life before God. Because a lot of the time, you know, fasting seems like a one-time event, a limited time event, a specific thing related to food and how we eat and when we eat, but there's so much more to it. Yeah, absolutely. The um, The term fasting in religious circles has become largely event-based. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we lose something that's pretty essential to uh, the teachings of Jesus, that it is not an event, but it should be part of our life. And that's what we want to talk about. Yep. And so over the course of this month, we're going to look at in the fasted life series, we're going to look at what is fasting, or you could say the meaning. And we're in week two, we're going to look about when and how should we fast, or we could say the method. And in week three, we're going to talk about what is the result of biblical fasting, or we could call it the reward. You know, I don't want to call it the result. I want to call it the reward because that's what Jesus says about it. He says that there's a reward tied to it. And it's so, it's so amazing that when you see it, you see it and you, you know, going back into those, I'm not, I don't, I don't believe that I've done enough of this in my life. And there's something I definitely want to do more of, but of the times that I've done it, I see a reward yeah. tied to it. I see a change that comes out of the, on the other side and it's benefited me so much. Think about it like this. Paul told uh, Timothy, he said, godliness is profitable. Having the promise of uh, a reward, of, of, of you're going to experience profit and increase and a reward now in the world that you're in now and in the life to come. So godliness is profitable. So he, called, he calls godliness is profitable. Uh, well, when we dig into that, what is that? Well, we see it, and we'll dig more into this in the, in the coming weeks, but Jesus talks about prayer and fasting and giving. Prayer and fasting and giving are godly and they are profitable. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so this is something that we want to not make, uh, you know, I'm encouraging the Go Church do it together in January, but I don't want it to be an event as much as I want it to become part of our life. And 
Why? Why do I want it to become part of our life? Because I want Go Church to experience the profit of godliness. Yeah. That's so good. So actually in the scripture that you were referring to, that's First Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. Mm-hmm. And Paul says, bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. So you see here that bodily exercise profits a little. I mean, it's not like profits nothing, but profits a little. And the fact is we should not turn our fasting into a bodily exercise. Yes. You know, a lot That's of people exactly right. turn. So, you know, I've I've been doing this 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 diet system which is called intermittent fasting right and it's a not spiritual yeah it's not <laughs> spiritual it's 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 purely diet based and you know i i you know i, I still have like roy's voice telling me you know i i like breakfast too much like i would never do that i don't know how you do that that's that's ridiculous the, the fact is i feel great doing that you know you eat eight hours in an eight hour window and the rest of the time you just simply don't eat and that is purely bodily exercise right and it profits me a little bit absolutely it does i feel better my my body enjoys it um i feel like i have more energy you know there are certain physical benefits tied to it but that is not what we're talking about you know we're talking about the other side of it which is godliness being profitable to all things so fasting is an exercise in practicing godliness yeah. This is literally what we are looking to do. And we want to exercise godliness in our lives because there is, like Pastor Matt said, and well, forget what Pastor Matt said. This no, is what Paul Jesus said. said that. You know? <laughs> Paul says, having the promise, promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. And so the Bible tells us that practicing godliness will allow promises to flow in your life. Yes. That's so important. That's so big. And I'm so looking forward to to the, the fruit of of what we're about to do. And before before we close uh this the podcast uh, for the introduction week, I just want to refer to our key scripture this month, which is Acts uh chapter thirteen, verses two and three. Uh Laura, could you read that for us? Yes, sure. So Acts 13, verses 2 and 3, this is the the New King James Version. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then having fasted, prayed, and laid hands on them, they sent them away. Yeah, I find this um, such a nice passage of Scripture. We refer to that a lot actually in our believers' gatherings. Because there was a time when the 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 leaders of the church of Antioch got together and ministered to the Lord. So they they specifically looked at the Lord, they specifically focused their attention on him. And when you focus your attention on him, you focus your attention away from other things. And because they focus their attention on him and away from other things, there was an outcome to that meeting. And the fact is the Holy Spirit said, separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I've called them. And so having fasted, prayed and laid hands on them, they send them away. So you see that there is a, a time of 
fasting and prayer, which led to a result. And the result was clarity of my purpose, clarity yeah. of what God has in store for me. And not only for me, because when, when someone in my church, you know, goes out like, so, so the church at Antioch, you know, this was an answer for all of them because they had these leaders, Saul and Barnabas, who were separated onto the work that, you know, to which they were called in God, which is effectively being apostles, going out into the world and making the gospel known and laying foundations in places where they were not laid before. And that is not just a win for Paul and Barnabas. That is a win for the church. That is a win for the Antioch church. Absolutely. And, and the fact is, it started with fasting and prayer and it finished with the gospel being spread across the Mediterranean. Yeah. So uh, you may not be ready to go out and leave your home and take the gospel to uh, places where it's not been preached yet. That may not be the thing that you're ready for today. But you may think, well, I really need clarity of what God's got for me next. Guess what? Fasting and prayer. This is, uh, this is for you. And um, there, is, there are things that I believe the Lord's going to reveal to you as you tell yourself no and focus on him. And we'll talk more about this as we get into it, but um, I'm excited. I think this is going to be great. Uh, we have a few events coming up. We didn't uh, mention those. Thank you. Thank you, Loras. Yeah. <laughs> we have, well, we have the our big Sunday gathering. That's on January 14. And uh, what is starting in January? So, so where is where is the big Sunday gathering happening? In Sindelfield Municipality. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for the next event that's happening, which yeah. is Alpha. January 11th. Yes. Um, is there more to life than this? It's, uh, it's going to be great. We've actually, uh, under the category of Emerge, uh, we actually have some big uh, posters that are going up ar around the city. Um, we're limited about what we could put on those right now, but that's just, a, that's just a taste of what's to come. Yeah, praise the Lord. So Alpha's happening on, so the first Alpha's happening on January 11th. Uh, that's Thursday evening, and that's going to take place as well in Sinefil at the at the Mission House. And so, for more information, reach out to us on WhatsApp or on social media, and we would be happy to invite you there. You know, if you have anyone who you think would be interested, take part in Alpha, or just even if you want more information about Alpha please reach out and we'd, we'd be so happy to welcome you to open doors and have a nice meal together and get to know you. Every single person is welcome, no matter of, you know, no matter whether you're from here, there, anywhere, everywhere, any background, we're just so happy to welcome you to Alpha. Absolutely. It's going to be, a, it's going to be amazing. So if no one told you yet today, we want to tell you that we love you and we're praying for you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this message. We want everyone to experience the unconditional love of God, grow in His love, and go with His love to the rest of their world. We invite you to connect with us at one of our groups or our next gathering. 
And if no one told you yet today, we love you and believe God's very best for you.